You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Punters, dribblers, if you're just listening to this, obviously you won't know, but we are also filming this. This is a, a trial. We've done a filming before, but to actually just film your, your run-of-the-mill weekly podcast is something a little different. As I said, home of unqualified opinion, unwavering bias. Also here with my darling friend, my right-hand man, confidant, and, uh, you know, eternal thrower, Edward Simpson. Tom, it's a pleasure to be here with you and the punter and the dribbler and the camera. And the camera. Different. For the second time in our tenure. Uh, feels pretty good. Mm. You and I have always scrubbed up pretty well on camera, Tom. Black feel like swimming. you and I should have done more to camera work. Well, we sort of got to see a little bit before we mm. hit record and we were like, damn. Yeah, I'm draped in New South Wales blue merino wool. I'm wearing the Hellasport baggy green. So feeling pretty good about being here, Tom. Uh, feeling pretty good about the sporting week that was and the sporting week to be. Dude, shitload going on. Fuck loads going on. I'm not understating that. I'm not underselling no. it. And yes, the the swearing was necessary because it's it, there's a lot to digest, Tom. Look, sometimes you need to accentuate. Uh, sometimes you need to use swear words it's to an accentuate adjective. The, the extremity of a situation. Now, obviously sport, a lot of sport going on, Eddie, but... Mm. Before we get into the sport, there's a couple of things. We are officially the kings of KO. Yeah. Now, obviously, we said this on the podcast last week, Punish Dribblers, we we called you out and we were like, we need your help, we need free KO, we need you guys, the punter and the dribbler, Eddie. And the dribbler, Tom. <laughs> we needed, they played their role. They played their part. We needed you guys to, to, to basically light up KO's uh, social media platforms which you did perfectly. It was it was lit up. It, it was, was beyond lit. Tom and I's expectations. If I'm being honest with myself, yep, and yourself, and I just didn't think that the the, the punter and the dribbler Tom <laughs> would were so passionate about us getting free KO. getting free KO and off the back of that sharing more yarns, more narratives. Yep. Uh, with you So I thought that was nice We're going to have a huge shout out to the punter and the dribbler oh, this, got, is, we, this is a victory for all of us Yeah it is About, like, Obviously it's, it's, a, it's a win for the Hello Sport fam That's it now, technically, Of which you are all members Technically no The punter and the dribbler gets no KO They don't get KO for free But in spirit they kind of do Eddie would that be fair to say It's ours And the, the account will be called Punters and Dribblers Yes but so we, we thought that was a nice. Like, I thought that was a nice homage to all of us yeah. as punters and dribblers. Correct. Some of us punters, some of us dribblers, and some both. Some both. Some bit of column and, and some column throbbers out there. I'm not forgetting the throbbers no, you amongst you. No, you. There's shouldn't. some throbbers. So we're kings of KO. We've got the free KO account, which is going to be set up shortly. Also, shout out to KO. In fairness, KO, you've, you're fantastic. Good of you to come to the party. Thought there for a second that you may ignore us, dog us. But shows shows you've got character and you've got backbone and you're made of the right stuff yeah. to come to the party, come to the table with a big offer. Um, well, I thought it was nice. I mean, look, really, we just want to say, Ko, welcome to the family. Welcome this, to the family. This is a family here. Look, couldn't couldn't be happier than to have you on board. In bed with us. That's it. Welcome it to bed. Uh, Tom and I are historically really passionate lovers, so to have you in with us, I think it's going to be a hell of a ride. Yep. I think it's all going to be... Um, well, we're going to take you places you didn't know you'd been before, yeah. sexually speaking. <laughs> all 
<laughs> and and then in the business world. Okay, absolutely, absolutely. In the streaming yeah, world, yeah, which yeah, is, yeah. I mean, the streaming world's a tough game. Well, Eddie, I mean, what are some of the biggest partnerships over the years in terms of like businesses merging? You're the business guy in this in this podcast. Well, I think that, I mean, just off the top of my head, yeah. Tom, uh, you'd have to look at Disney acquiring, you know, a, a, a significant amount of, of 21st Century Fox. Yeah, or even just the Star Wars franchise as well. You know uh, what yeah. I mean? Yeah, but I mean, I think the Disney takeover was like $60 billion, something like that. Love it. I mean, they're the sort of numbers that, you We're know, have for. been thrown around in, yeah. the, in the tabloids um, in regards to this, you know, Titanic merger. Yeah. We, I mean, we're not going to get out of specifics. Obviously, no, there was a free account involved. Um, whether there was more or less than that, um, that's that's for, that's, that's for, for you to sort of, to sort of mull yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, that's for the gossipers, you know, yeah, the whispers yeah. out That's there. for the tabloids, Mark. Stop hitting the table so hard because the mics are fucking up and the headphones are wigging out. Okay, relax. My headphones are fine. Mine are fine. <laughs> yeah. So that's on you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's on you. You're getting excited about it. Yeah, I, I am. I understand. I am getting excited. No, no, I understand. I'm just saying. You, you just, Jesus. Just be, be respectful of the what table. What a man can't be passionate. No, you can, mate, but, you know, just not on the table. So a man can't be passionate. Well, well that's fine. pick your passion. Punish dribblers, a lot of sport to get into. I think we should probably stop dribbling in this opener. Uh, rugby league God's game, obviously. Dylan Walker's back. We'll touch on that. Magic round, couple of punters and dribblers down there. Really shout now. Really flying the Hello Sport flag. We'll talk about that. Rugby union. The Israel Falao saga is still going. Unfortunately, we got to touch on that a little bit because there's just been some shit going on. Eddie. Uh, broadcast rights deal. There's, broadcast there's rights. Some, there's some stuff there that I want to work into. Bit more, of A-League. More drama in the AFL. Bit of AFL. I mean, it's a it's a smorgasbord today, punters, dribblers. An yeah. absolute smorgasbord. Bumper week. It's a bumper week. I don't know if there's a sport we're not going to cover today, Tom. It might be top to bottom, Australian sports, international sports. Yep. Get yep. around your sports. Uh, so put your seatbelts on. Put them on. Put your belts on, punters, dribblers. You've been warned. That's a warning. Um, we've ticked that OHS box. All right, punters, dribblers. So look, the biggest story in rugby league, obviously for your two, your two uh, throbbers here, mm. uh, has to be just that Dylan Walker has been found not guilty. Um, uh, you know, make of that what you will. The courts have said he's not guilty. Manly, this couldn't come at a better time, really, dude, because we were like we had sort of every single player in the fucking team injured. Every like every starting player has been injured almost. Yeah. It would it, it feels but like But even on me. Friday, so you had uh Moses Sully, the giant baby, breaking his finger, Tafoa Sipley doing something to his knee, fucking Appy Corusau hurt his leg. Brad Parker went off, didn't he? Brad Parker. I mean, now when Brad Parker goes off, we're fucked. You know what mm. I mean? Like Jesus Christ. He really he really stiffens up that uh, left defensive edge. So uh look, Dylan's back. Dylan's cool. back. Uh Dylan's back. Yeah, as you say, couldn't have come at a better time. Dropping like flies, the Manly boys at the yeah. moment. Not sure what it is. Maybe have to look at uh, more milk in the diet, Tom. Something. Calcium certainly seems to be a problem. Calcium. Bone I mean, well, but my initial thoughts would be, you know, I'm no doctor, but... You're a Dior doctor. I haven't had any... Uh, I haven't had many injuries outside of my hamstring, well, well documented last year, or yes. start of the year, rather. Yeah. But drink a lot of milk traditionally, Tom, and yep. I feel like when I went down with the hamstring injury, not a lot of milk in the diet. I've reintroduced it, and I've been fine. Okay. So if Des is listening, 
maybe just at, maybe just take note that milk's pretty good for putting off injuries. Maybe just at sort of like the start and end of a training day, just a glass of milk. Just a glass of milk. I mean, think back to when you were in the uh, you were in the the jungle gyms of this country, Tom. Define. The fine jungle gym establishments of this nation. Of this nation, that's right. It was always the kids that didn't drink enough milk, in my opinion, my professional opinion, that would go down hurt, go yeah, down injured. Yeah. I mean, we all fell off the ju- off the bloody handlebars. Into the into the wood chips? What, what handle? No, what they call monkey, monkey bars. Monkey bars. We all came off the monkey bars into the wood chips, all that, you know, rubbery surface a bit yeah, later yeah, in the piece. But, yes. When, but, I mean, the early days were all wood-based. Wood-based um, uh, sort of, uh, grounding, grounding in, yeah, in that's your right. jungle gyms. And, and, I mean, we all came came off but we didn't all break our arms except for those kids who I have a seeking suspicion let up on the milk yeah and and I tell you what Eddie it was like it wasn't the kids that did break their arms in those jungle gyms weren't even trying to skip skip bars you know on the monkey bars the real test of a man mm. or woman mm. was to skip a bar as you sort of swung along yes. maybe two bars as you yes. got into sort of year 2 year 3 yes. your arms started to lengthen a little bit and it was always the kids that couldn't even really do yeah, – you couldn't even skip one. Mm. They're falling down there. Because, I mean, mm. as you said, we've all had a fall from a monkey bar from time to time. But, I mean, look. Check me out. How do my arms look? Mate, look a million dollars. You look absolute million dollars. Now, I, one more piece of evidence that I'm going to point to, punters, dribblers, and, and just bear with me. It, I mean, look, you may say you, your boys are dribbling already, but <laughs> I think it makes sense, yeah. right? Yeah. Good friend of the show, Ollie Arch, right? He's done his finger in Oztag the other weekend. Now, what sort of injury are we talking? Like he's he's, he's it was inflamed and he's chipped the bone or something. He might need to get surgery, right? Whatever. He's a big baby. Yeah. But there has been a dramatic sounds dec- like the Moses Sully of your team. Yeah. There's been a dramatic increase in the intake of milk for Oliver since we moved out to our new home, right? Right. And I'm thinking they've got to be linked. They've got to be linked. So you're saying that since he's had the milk. No, since, Sorry, since so since we moved, he stopped having milk. I've been trying to keep my my milk intake up post um, hammies. Yeah, post hammies, and I'm feeling the you know the benefits, reaping the rewards, so to speak. Mm. He, you know, very much in a in an off phase with milk, yeah. and I've just noticed him get injured. And I just think that the, I think that there is a link in in this country, punters and dribblers, Tom. Where you know players that that are, are invested in their body and invested in their own success generally have higher calcium diets. Yep. Now it could that this could be uncorrelated. Could be complete bullshit. Could be complete and utter nonsense. But I just think that you know I've had twenty eight years to sort of look at this, Tom, and I think the proof's in the pudding. And I think what you're seeing out of Manly is. You know some budget constraints that may have found their way into the uh, the cafeteria, so to speak. Yep. And look, you're seeing you're seeing the problems with that. You're seeing what happens now. This microphone, punishables, is just loosening with every breath I take, driving me wild. But we'll get. But I, I tell you what, though, we'll get the, through it. The Brisbane Broncos. I mean, it's lucky they ran into a calcium-depleted Manly yeah, because mate, otherwise they, they were fucking nowhere after mate, 20 minutes. You think Tommy? Tur- look, okay, look. Toby Turbo comes back, Cherry comes back, Dylan Walker back. We're probably taking the comp by storm. I'd like to get away from Manly because I think the punter and the dribbler sometimes has had their fill <laughs> with us talking about Manly, which is fine. That's fine. Um, the Penrith Panthers couldn't be more disgusting of a side if they tried, just in terms of what they offer up. Now, uh, hellosport.com.au, where the punter and the dribbler likes to uh, send in some articles. Got to shout out. Got to make sure, make it known for anyone that is reading him that it's not actually just Eddie and I 
there's multiple contributors from all over this great nation. Shout out to them. But someone wrote in about the Penrith Panthers, Ivan Cleary, Nathan Cleary. This could be the most overrated father-son pairing we've ever yeah. seen. Yeah, I read that and I liked it because it made me, it made me start to, to think about things. Now, obviously, we talked uh, last week about Nathan, Tom, and how, you know, Probably shouldn't be in blue. No, he's, he's not in blue. This you know, but 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 then off the back of that conversation, we started to talk about how he hasn't really done a whole lot if you actually think about it. Yeah. And then it got me thinking this article about how Ivan hasn't really done a whole lot. Now, yes, he made that grand final with the Warriors in 2011 11 against Manly. Seagulls. Against Manly. What uh, was the result in that game? They got they got beaten comprehensively. I think they came back to within a with within ten points, 10, maybe. 12 points at Manly. Obviously, an immortal side. Sure. Carry on. Sure, uh, and then after that, I don't. I couldn't really tell you. I mean, what he went all right with West after what one season? No, he went. So he went from the Warriors, went to Penrith, played yes. a couple of seasons, did all right, yes. got the ass from Phil. Yeah, think he had a year in purgatory. Came back with the Tigers. Don't know if the Tigers made the finals. Dior, and then quit there and came back to the Panthers, who are now in in sort of your spoon draw. Yeah, they're in a spoon draw. They're in a spoon they're shootout. Every, I mean, they're in a spoon shootout, and and you. That's one place you don't want to be in the NRL is in a spoon shootout because it's a tight comp. It's a tight comp. And if you're looking absolutely busted this early in the season, then it doesn't bode well for when you get to the business end, you know, nearing September or nearing a potential spoon if you're at that end of the comp. Also, what hurts even more is that he got dusted so hard on the weekend by his old club. The Tigers scored four tries in the first 20 minutes. Well, that's the thing. They got absolutely blown apart out of the gates. And it's like they knew they were under the pump, right? Think about those training sessions. They would have been brutal in the last couple of weeks. You would think so. And it would have all, oh, you would have thought it's all focused around starting big, starting huge, get on the ascendancy, win your collisions, fucking, you know. X's and O's, X's, X's and O's, O's, X's and O's. But for them to come out and get absolutely pounced upon and ravaged, Tom. Ravaged. They were absolutely ravaged. It just go. It just. It just says. I just say to myself, "Where's Ivan got these boys?" Yeah, look, because he, he he hasn't got them humming. I'll no, give you the hot tip. They are not humming. They are seems well like through. they were asleep. They've just been rolled out of bed. Now, what did you make of as we put the Panthers to one side? Yeah, the Fox League documenting of Ben Hunt dropping another sitter. Yeah, saying deja vu. Deja vu. Yeah. So there's so Ben, I didn't I missed that game, I think, or at least I missed that moment. Yeah. Ben dropped a sitter. Ben mm. has a history of dropping sitters. Yeah. In bigger moments than that one, yep. a la the two thousand and what was it, sixteen grand final, fifteen grand final, two thousand fifteen grand final. Yep. Um Mate, he's dropped a couple. He's dropped a couple of cities, but like, I mean, everyone's dropped a couple, sure. But he's just, basically, the way Fox reported on it was they said deja vu mm. all over again, which yeah. I think is a famous line, yep. like someone said once, which was, it's deja vu all over again. Yep. They were sort of taking the piss out of that, but they had a picture of Ben dropping it in the grand final, and they had a picture of him dropping it for the Dragons. This started a little bit of a of a bit of a furor amongst some of the current NRL players. Your Fafitas, your Josh Maguires. Yeah, I think Joel Thompson, the Manly Seagulls player. There was a couple. Of, there was a couple of boys. Clint that Gutherson, came to the party. like yeah. they're all sort of going there. This is so fucked up. How can you? This is gutter journalism. Da 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 da. Fafita sort of uh, sort of identifying Hunt's mental health as the main reason why I think he thought it was fucked up. I have to say, I am all for like 
I'll be the first person to call out shit journalism and I'll also be the first person to uh, say look out for someone's mental health, right, 100%. But I, I also I, I do kind of think that if you're playing rugby league and you fuck up and you drop the ball and you drop the ball again, like isn't that kind of part of the whole you're open, mate, you've got to be open mate, to this sort of shit? Like, I'll give you the hot tip. It, is it? It's it's part and parcel of being an NRL footballer. Like Brett Kamali probably doesn't like them showing him throwing that cutout pass. Yeah, and that got intercepted. He probably hates that. Yeah, exactly. But it's shown all the fucking time, and everyone has a good old giggle, and they sit around and pat each other on the back and go, "That was hilarious." Or when bloody big Gordy Tallis dragged that poor bastard who was swinging at Hodgson, swinging him over the side. Like- I mean, I keep, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what's more embarrassing. <laughs> that is <laughs> being was- absolutely ragdolled and dragged within an inch of your life in Origin, oh, no less. Dude, like- which, and that is what they show every single, single time, time anyone shows any Origin highlights. That is in there. And I mean, you want to You're talk getting about. Bitch, it's basically Gordon just going like mm. it's it's Gordon throwing a man outside of Origin, going, "You are not yeah. cut out yeah, for not, this arena. You're not cut from this cloth." cloth. He and also, I think, through the past that started the decade of dominance, to which Darren Lockyer swooped on the ball and scored, which also gets shown all the time. Now, the, but I think the Gordon Tallis one is a great example of where it's like. This is just part of the game. If you if you have a fucking howler of a moment mm. in a grand final, which you did, and it. For all intents and purposes, it cost you the grand final, or it certainly gave the opposition the greatest chance that they hit the drop goal from there. Yeah. What you it's not that far fetched to think that they're gonna bring it up if you do it again. Well, it's also like if Hodgson got ragdolled again, I guarantee you there'd be something going, oh, it's deja vu for Hodgson. There you go. 150%. Now, obviously, it would have been tough for old poor old Benny when he dropped that 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 kickoff. Horrible. I mean, no one's no one's de- no one's debating that, but that's now part of history. Like that's done. I'm sure he's moved on with it. I'm probably I'm sure he's you know he's well, he's he, he's you know what? He to should, live with he it. Should he? Like I mean, you would think but, that he has but to. I t- but I I heard someone on the weekend, right? And they made a very valid point. They were saying they were quite you know uh, passionate about it as well. They were saying, why is Ben Hunt catching? If he's if he's not up if he's not up to it if he can't catch these these big high looping kickoffs, Kicks. then why is he in the position to do so? He's a half. It's not his job to Dude. catch the ball. His wingers and fullbacks', fullbacks. job is that's their literally their job. So he was saying that in the uh, grand final, you could argue where the fuck's Darius then? Why isn't Darius well, fielding that catch? Dude, someone said this to me actually the other day and sort of was explaining. They were saying that. I think it might have been. I think I heard the. Uh, I think I heard Piggy Riddell saying it somewhere, right. and he was saying that like, it's it's kind of like all NRL clubs. It's just one of those things where it's like, oh well, this is just what everyone does. So we do, every team does it. Is that the half takes the kickoff. It's like he. Why don't you have the guys that take high balls do that? Why yeah. Why does the half need to be there? Like the no. half also realistically doesn't need to be involved in the first couple of plays where you. Bringing it out of your own no. end anyway. Mate, it's, Why don't it's you ludicrous. get one of your wingers or your fullback to take the kick? And it's, again, look, I also say if you're a professional footballer, learn how to take the fucking couch. But no, but if you're no, but if, if you're, you're trying st- to minimize the opportunity exactly. or give your best chance to catch, who's the, ball, the best catcher statistically? Your fullback, fullback. winger. So put well, him there. Probably your fullback. So yeah. he should be fielding all catches, particularly if you want to go back to the 2015 Grand Final in that sort of moment. Yeah, you know what I mean. And Darius, I remember. I, if I recall correctly, the guy was saying who was making this point was saying that Darius was was pretty close to him, just sort of leaning against the post, just sort of chilling out. Well, but the thing is, it's not his. It's 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 
in that setup, all NRL teams do it. The halves take the kickoff. You're watching any fucking team, like I would, you would almost say 99% of the time, the half is yeah. taking the catch no, you're because right. that's just what all the teams do because that's what's always been done. Mm. This was how I heard it explained to me anyway. And when you think about it, it seems pretty fucking stupid. But again, if he's got mental health issues, Ben, but and he can't. D- does hand- he? Well, I don't know. I think that he probably. I think there's been some sort of documentation about him struggling with uh, public scrutiny around his performances in games. Whether that's just the grand final, whether he had a lot of head noise from that one game, yeah. or whether it's been from that that game and then the flow on from there. If you know, he's uh, he got dropped from Origin, didn't he? He started playing half in Origin, and then he got dropped, and then he got brought back in at hooker or some shit. Mm. But. But he, look, at the I, end of the day... I also day, don't think journalists are necessarily... How is a journo meant to know, oh, okay, Ben Hunt's suffering mental that's health. Not a, that's not a journal. It's not it's, a, it's, it was social media. No, well, it was a Fox It was Fox League. So, yeah, it was a Fox League staff but writer. It would have been, been someone in the social... Well, I think they've written up an article oh, maybe okay, right. that were like a bit of copy, to, a, bit of, right. a bit of writing right. to go with the photos yeah, yeah. or the videos. But again, like... You can't ben Hunt's, know that ben Hunt's a hell of a player, you know what I mean? He's a great like, player. Look, no he, one's saying he's a shit player, but he's dropped the fo- another highball. Unfortunately, yeah. that's what you're going to be known as. It's like the Falcon is now a term in rugby league when you get hit on there with the ball because of fucking Mario Fennec. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And and back to Hodgson, like he would he would get asked about that or heckled about that every probably every day of his life. Sure. So, I mean, unfortunately, if you're in this world where everything's heavily scrutinized and remembered and recorded and like talked about then sorry brah but it's going to be it's going to come up every now and then it's going to come up every now and then and they weren't being like you're a dickhead you're a loser because you dropped it they were just going oh you've dropped it again which you have sorry brah don't drop it if if that's the case if you aren't going to be able to deal with that that's i think you've got to you've got to really like i think that if you if your mental health is at a point where you can't handle that I'm not making any judgment on it, dude. I know people that suffer mental health. It's not, yeah. but like, if you can't handle that, mm. then maybe rugby league isn't the the is, is like that's not your biggest problem. Then you've got to work on trying to deal with that shit because you're in a sport that is fucking publicly scrutinized in every which way, every way you slice it, mm. and that's on the lower end of, of criticism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're dead right. I wonder though. It makes me wonder, Tom. If there is something in it, like the way that the players sort of rush in and Fafita was like, players stick together and fuck you and was like, he'd seem pissed off. Yeah, he was fuming. Is, there he might, hates the media. That there must be a yarn there somewhere or there might be a yarn there somewhere. Well, there'd be a yarn around Ben Hunt's uh, mental health. Sure, I think so. But he dropped the ball again. That's all it is. Like, you dropped the ball again. Yeah, but it, yeah. That's what I mean. It's not the end of the world. No, Just but like whatever. I mean, it's not gutter journalism. You know no. what I mean? Like that's it's not like you're a fucking piece of shit for doing this. It's gutter. It's not gutter journalism, bro. It's it's the world of rugby league. The reason that people that fans are so engaged with the sport is because of shit like this. And it's not mm. saying oh people only engage with negative stuff. Mm. They're engaged with all of it, with memes, with videos, with parodies, with times when you fuck up, with Hodgson getting ragdolled. With elite podcasts. With elite podcasts, top of the heap stuff. That's what it's about. Mm. And you've got to take the good with the bad, and I don't think that's that bad. Couldn't agree more. Anyway. Couldn't agree um, more. Was there any more rugby league shit we had there? On there our, might have been. On our notes, Eddie. There may have been, Tom. Let me just tend to my notes. Yeah. Let me tend to my notes. Um, shout out to a punter dribbler quickly who was... Look, and man, this is... Look, we don't want this to happen to Brendan Elliott for 
like too heavily because he's been until Manly's game, and we're not talking Manly, but like he obviously had a shock on the weekend. But mm. someone, and it was hilarious. I was pissing myself. Was in the. Uh, I should. I can't. I can't. It's, I can't go through the messages to find out who it was. That's okay. Tom. But he was on the. He was at the sideline. He zoomed right in on Brandon Elliott, and he's screaming, "Hey, Brandon! Beers never, Brandon! Beers never, mate! Hey, never! Beers never!" And I was just like, I couldn't breathe, dude. It what a dribbler! So Love that though. Funny. Shout out to the punters and dribblers who were at Magic Round. Uh, yeah, shout out to every single one of you punters and every single one of you dribblers. Documenting HD light, yep. you know. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. But Snapchats and the rounds. photos, fucking hilarious. Yep. Magic Round, I think, Tom, on the face of it, a success. Yep. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot you can do with it to make it even more magic. All right, Eddie. So the punter and the dribbler who obviously sticks on and listens to uh, the podcast regularly, if this isn't their first one. uh, And if it is, welcome. 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 Uh, Firstly, encourage you to spread the seed far and wide, much like a plague. Tell your friends. Spread your seeds, punters, dribblers. That's it. Uh, But they'll remember that we spoke about a a, a red-headed AFL player who dyes his hair blonde, former AFL player. In oh, the Ark. Ackermanis. Yeah. Jason Ackermanis. I'm with Acker. you. Sure. Uh, look, retired AFL player, Brownlow medal winner, three-time premiership player with the Brisbane Lions. Yep. Decided to embark on a professional golfing career. Yep. Post-AFL career. Yep. Then news dropped about sometime during March that Acker had been shafted. He'd been banned from a couple of golf courses in Victoria because he'd been cheating and right. doing some weird skullduggery, right? Yeah. So we sort of we had a yarn about that, spoke about Acker. Well, we just we just talked about how full of shit he is. Yeah, how absolutely full of shit he is. Like how he said he got a birdie, but then pretended to get a bow. You like? Yeah, Fuck he, he got. He said he got. He said he got. He said he got like the par five. He said he got a birdie, and then but people saw him take six shots, something like that. Acker, you know. But anyway, we sort of thought, look, he sort of def- denied it, defended himself. And I mean, look, it was hard to trust him when it was two golf courses yeah. that had banned him, but he has been banned from a third punters dribblers, which is ridiculous. The, like, it becomes irrefutable almost. Again, alleged. I mean, it was it was already irrefutable. But, you know. But so now it's been solidified. It's been solidified. Cast in bronze, stone, you could say, iron, you could whatever. Say whatever. But I just want to... Again, apologies for the reading that's about to come, punters, dribblers, just because I, you know, I... Well, do your best, Tom. I'll do my best. Const- focus. Yeah. Focus. I will. So, he's been marched from his third club yep. amid allegations of cheating and heated confrontations with fellow members. So, he sounds like he's a bit of a hothead as well, probably competitive as fuck. So, well, he's definitely competitive well, as yeah, fuck. athletes. Uh, so, but Acker has sent a letter of complaint to Golf Australia and sought clarification around Golf New South Wales rules yeah. uh, and procedures that are you know involved in his dismissal, right? So yeah. he's obviously like, what is, is fucking faking, is lying about how many shots you take cheating? Yeah. Like, yeah For a giggle. Well, yeah. So yeah. he says, the protocol you're supposed to go through versus what I went through is diabolical. It's so bad. I'm seeking clarification on a couple of issues. The reality is the crime doesn't fit the punishment. So you're admitting to crime here, though. But you are admitting to being you a cheat. You are admitting to doing this shit. So so he's basically saying that cheating doesn't equal being he goes, suspended. In, in, all three cases, in all three cases, the crimes don't even go close to being justified to what has actually gone on. So you're admitting that crime, that this, that like this shit, 
there is truth to it, right? Yeah. So it's just stop fucking up at golf courses. How about you just be on your best behavior when you're playing golf? How many times do you play golf in your life, Eddie? Oh, how many in my life? Yeah. Fuck, I don't know. Hundreds of You ever times? been kicked off a course? No, never. Never. You ever been in a blue with anyone? No. No. It goes on it. His the life- only time I've ever been in trouble, I'll never forget it, it was a Dabo golf course, right? Yeah. And I was having a fucking shocker. I know I, did, I banged the table again, but I was having a shocker, punish dribblers. I really was. And I was fucking furious. And I've just, this was years ago, but it was, I was still clearing me head as, like it was as, as if it was yesterday. And I've just picked up my seven iron and I'm just hacking away at the, at the fairway. Just absolutely furious. Jacob Barnes, if you're listening, I don't know if you are, but if you are, g'day, man. And I was just hacking the shit out of the course and I was just furious. And then I see this, oi! And I've looked over and this bloke's sort of like marching over. I'm like, fucking here we go. Because I was a member at the time as well at Dubbo. And yeah. that, I mean, if, if you, could, you could probably get in trouble. I don't know. I was a young, I was only probably 15. Wasn't young me? throbber. Yeah. And this guy walks over and he gets probably 30 metres away and he just goes, mate, feeling your divots. And then walks off. <laughs> Was he a me- was he just a member or was he a grandson? Yeah, he was just a member. He was you know taking pride in his core. Yeah, fair. Cool. Point is though, I've I've nearly hacked up the the second or the third or whatever hole I was on. Sure. And all you get is little, a little mate, filling your divots. You got to be a, a you got to be a fucking serial pest to be removed from three courses. I'll give you the yeah, tip. So he- and it wouldn't just be. And if he's like, oh, people are counting my scores and shit. It's like because there would have been whispers through the club that, that you're, you're a, a cheat. cheater. And we'd also and called for it last time. We said we let's get Acker banned. Exactly. Hashtag ban Acker. So I mean, the only reason that you're gonna that you're being you know vilified if that's the yeah. in, if your words not mine are. Uh, it's because you, you're a known cheat. Yeah. And you're also... His latest his latest ban, Eddie, was... His latest ban sent at Wodonga centred around actions during a fucking charity event. It was a charity golf day where he was... Where he claims he was told by organisers to play more shots because his group was a play down. So he said, Oi, they told me to take more shots. Like... Uh, bruh. As in what? I get two shots because we don't have a player. This was a charity golf day where I donated my time and the organiser said, you've only got three in your group so you can have the extra shot. So he's taking two shots. So if, you know, if you're playing with four people, he's going, I'll have the first and the fourth. Why would they tell you that, Akka? They at, said, a, at, a, at a charity golf game, <laughs> why the fuck would they bother? They, they actually said you can have as many shots as you like because you're doing us a favour. What? What are you talking about? What are you talking about, mate? What, so you get to go down there because you're a fucking rock star in your own mind and, and hit as many balls as you want until you get it right? Yeah. What, are you telling me you can have 50 parts until one sinks? You're wait, a, mate, you're an idiot. Take as many as you like, mate. No, don't worry about it. You're an idiot, Akka. You're, you're an idiot. You have to be a seriously competitive... Mate, this bloke, should be, this bloke should be fucking locked up. Honestly, they should look at locking this bloke up. This guy's a sociopath. He's a, he's a psychopath, mate. As many shots as you want at a charity game, what the, What are you on about, mate? Sit down and relax. It also seems like such an ill-thought-out excuse. Like, oi, we caught you cheating again. No, nah, they, uh, they said I can have as many shots as I want. They actually said, because I'm such a big deal, that I can have as many as I want. No, they didn't, actually. Jason, no, they didn't, bro. Jason, that, what, you're lying that again. That is such a lie, Jason. How dare you? And I mean, I mean like, that's what I'm saying. 
Uh, was the writing on the wall? Should we have known a man who dyes his hair blonde is he's, he's, he's got well, his a, well a red nut that dies a red nut sorry a red nut that dies and shout out to red nuts but if a red nut who dyes his hair blonde mm. and doesn't say anything about it tries to pass it off even though his beard's still red yeah you don't trust a guy like does that. Ed Sheeran try and dye his hair blonde no, no he owns it he owns his he's red comfortable hair. in his own body in his own skin what does Brad Parker do does Brad Parker dye no. his hair blonde no he doesn't. He absolutely doesn't. Brad Parker, he knows who he is and he sticks and by he, himself. He what, believes in himself. And also, just on top of like, you of all people, Akka, should believe in yourself more than anyone else because you've won a couple of, you didn't even win three straight premierships. Three straight prems, brown low. And you're still lying to yourself, which, which I mean, look, you're absolutely right, Tom. We should have seen this coming. The writing was on the wall yep. back in 2000, 2001, 2002, that Akka was a cheat and a liar. Not to be trusted. And a bloody scallywag who shouldn't be trusted. Uh, now, so just a shout out to the golf courses in this great nation. Who aren't putting up with this shit. Lock up your gates. Lock up your clubhouses. Lock up your greens and your fairways because Acker's about, and this bloke, he needs to be locked up. He needs up. to be locked up. And also shout out to Jake Barnes who probably hasn't spoken to Eddie since that fateful day on the Dubbo golf course when he tore up the place. <laughs> shout out to Jake. Jake? Jacob. Jacob Barnes? Yep. Shout out. <laughs> Punters Dribblers, the podcast brought to you by the baddest biltong in the goddamn country, bareback biltong. You know, the, the biltong uh, you, you, you want and you need. Uh, the biltong you'd have at your wedding. The bil- Exactly. And you know what? If you were having a wedding, biltong historically would seem very tacky, very cheap, very bogan. But let me put it this way. You'd have it for your entree, you'd have it for the mains, and you'd have it for dessert. Sounds silly? Yes. In reality, not... Punters and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day, the fastest-selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout-out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five-star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need... Uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month. And if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love ya. Partners and Dribblers, the podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe. Nay, the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, There's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets giving each other shit, having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, some I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. 
For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Bye, a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the, uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a t- it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. If you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rosé on there, code MANLY, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that yep. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. A silly idea. It's a wedding showstopper. <laughs> now, is that part of what they sent to us? No, we've tried it and we've made the executive decision that if you're having a wedding, bareback biltong is essential. Now, obviously, it can be enjoyed in many other forms, like just, you know, at work. Or at home. On the couch. In the bath. In the bath, specifically. Uh, you know, while you're going for a walk, while you're changing diapers. On the john. Having a dump. It's it's the food for every occasion. Yeah. Now, if I could just give you some specifics around the bareback biltong punters dribblers, uh, it's made from grass-fed Aussie beef. They're original and smoked chili flavors. That's right. They've got both. Uh, they're sure to get the taste buds dribbling. Now we know this because obviously you wouldn't have a biltong at your wedding that didn't get the taste buds dribbling. Bareback's very first creation was the original collection. Now, that provides just the right amount of taste to keep you wanting more, especially on your special day, on your big day. The perfect salt blend coupled with bareback secret ingredients allows it to be a huge favorite. At any wedding. At any wedding, both... Uh, domestic or Domestic or international. <laughs> now, obviously, if you were going to have an international wedding, you'd want your, you'd want your bareback... Cold smoke for six hours. Correct. Wouldn't you? Well, if people are spending all this money to fly international. Fucking hell. The least you can do is cold smoke <laughs> that bitch for six hours. That's the very least you can do. And that's what they do using the unique bareback method. Thank God. Thank God. Thank the heavens. Thank the heavens, punters, dribblers. Now, their smoked chili is the perfect blend of their spiced and smoked collection. Now, that's, that's the big fella's favorite. Loves the smoked chili, loves the spiced and smoked collection for the big fella. Now, the simple oaky flavor, punters, dribblers, this is important, is heightened by the addition of their secret spices. That's not me stumbling over my words. That's that's true. That's real life. Oh, no, that's it. That's, you, that's bankable information. That's bankable. Take that to the bank. It's heightened by the addition of secret spices. Now, we know what that means. It means, it means glory. Yeah. It means she's saying yes at the altar. Yeah. That means she's saying yes, he's saying yes. Rings are getting put on. Yeah. Everyone's having a. You're fucking about to hoot. have a party. You're about to have a fucking. You're hoot. about to have the day of your fucking goddamn life. Day baby. to remember. Secret spices. That's what holds this party together. That's okay. It. Now it provides a truly rare and delicious flavour. Obviously, that's why it's at the wedding. Very special day. Now, importantly, it's delivered across Australia. So if you are having an international wedding, you'll have to buy it here and take it overseas. Yes. Now but that's not, not too hard to do. I'm not sure what sort of stamp duty is and international importation tax or any of that sort of shit. That's Dior. Dior. That. That's that's not our problem nor is it the kind people at bareback built on that's yours but you can serve it internationally if you if you if you, if you can be bothered to take you it can be look bothered. again that's up to you yeah now you buy it at barebackbiltong.com.au punters dribblers if you got that that's barebackbiltong.com.au all right 
punters, dribblers, the Falau dramas, rugby union still going, Falau dramas. Now, we were just talking about gutter journalism. Mm. And I found that, well, I mean, we sort of spoke last week about how rugby union journalists suck balls. And if they were any good, they would be able to build a narrative and sort of like make this an interesting story. Whereas you and I have sort of spoken about how we weren't even really, you weren't really compelled to read any of the facts and the, you know, what was going on. And look, I don't know if they were listening, Eddie, because obviously top of the podcast, there's every chance they were all tuning in. And then off the back of our criticism, going and trying to make it better. Well, Mm. they didn't. They didn't make it better. They sucked. But the one that pissed me off the most, Eddie, and pissed me off good was... From the Daily Telegraph, the Men's Women's Weekly. Now, hold your breath. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be reading live on air and, and making it a nightmare. Thank for the, God for the punter and the. Dribbler. That's a win for the punter and the dribbler. Let me tell you, that's a that's a huge win. But just let me read the headline. So it's a picture of uh, some Pacific Islander boys all in a huddle praying yep. after a game. Yep. Thanking the Lord, I guess, for their safe passage through the 80 minutes of rugby union. Eddie. And for their blessings to and be on the field. And for their blessings sure. on the field. Now, Super Rugby players, huge public show of support for Israel Folau. Now, I don't know about you, Eddie, but I've seen them do that after every fucking game of rugby they union do. ever. They do. They all huddle up. Yep. They get around. Yep. And they pray. Yep. They give thanks. Whatever they're doing, but they do it after every game. Happens all the time. And these has that but was it confirmed that it was for Israel? Of I'm course it wasn't not. for fucking Israel. Yeah. They do it after every game. This is the telegraph. Whoever the journo is, I'm not gonna publicly call you out because we've ended careers. But <laughs> this was them basically like uh, you know, religious baiting, religion baiting, trying to trying to widen the divide that Israel has sort of caused with this bullshit. Oh, it's fucking grubby. And by going, that's oh, yeah, that's gutter, that's, that's gutter that's journalism. That's gutter journalism, where it's like, yeah. oh yeah, a huge show of support for Fallout. Like, unless they unless they started bagging homosexuals on the field or wearing like Israel Fallout's number <laughs> or something that I missed. Or were talking exclusively about Israel, which they wouldn't have been. They were literally they in were a praying. Huddle, they were praying, humbly praying and doing their own thing, like they and do. Israel, after every Israel game. isn't their god, so but, I'd be shocked if they were down there praying to him. No, it was really shit, dude. I just read that, and again, for the people that don't necessarily watch rugby union, which is a lot of people because it's not the fucking greatest product right now, uh, they're not necessarily seeing that. After every game, and also if you're not going to, well, the they games don't always, they union, do, but they don't always show it. They anyway. don't always show it, right? And apparently, the only time, the only time you can sometimes pick up, pick up on it is if they're interviewing a player. You can sort of see it in the, in background, the background, maybe, or if it's like a passing shot of the yeah. stadium where the, you know there's players walking around, they might show it. But it's not; it's certainly not something that they always show. But they no. usually do it. Yeah, hundred percent. They usually and always I think do even it. Apparently, and I can't remember who I was talking to about it mm. over the weekend, but they were saying that like. Even like Drew Mitchell and um, Stephen Hoyles, maybe who were commentating the game. Yeah, and um, I think they kept like they went to Narrowly or like some Fox. Some Narrowly Fox, Meadows. I don't know if she does the Fox the Fox Union, but it was some maybe Louise Ransom, Dior, who it was. It was one of the Fox League Rugby Union sideline uh, women, and she was going. She, and you're a, mate. If she's doing it, she's got a producer like. Up her ass, basically going, get this, get this. She's standing there going, like, wow, what a show of support for Israel Folau. Like, she's got him in the background. Uh, again, Dior, this is all third hand information. I was told this is what happened. But then, like, Drew Mitchell and, and Hoyles are going, mate, this happens every game. Like, what are we. 
Well, but you, like, I expect Drew to be honest. Well, of course they're going to be honest. Because, I mean, Drew's an, Drew's, honest, Drew's an honest guy. Well, Drew's a friend of the show, punish He Drew is a friend of the show. Look, he's a friend of the show, but that doesn't mean that he's, you know, only honest because he's a friend of the show. No, I'm just saying that we know but, him. But you, good good for him to call that bullshit out yeah. because it's just rubbish. Mate, it was weak. It's, it's the lies. It's lies. Lies. Now, we're okay. not going to go into the, the Israel Folau thing again. I think that we've done it as, as much justice as we can. Yep. Um, did we nail it? Almost certainly. 100%. Uh, did we get a little hot under the collar at the time? Maybe a tad. Mm-hmm. Do I back away from my comments? No. Never, ever, ever. Never negotiate with terrorists, punters, dribblers. Correct. Now, there is a fresh, hot news story that I was sent this afternoon by our punter and dribbler, friend of the show, Hugh Allen. Shout out to Hugh. Hugh sent me this article to this afternoon, punters, dribblers, and um, it's interesting. It's spicy stuff. It's it's spicy, spicy stuff. So Foxtel punters, dribblers. Okay, so Foxtel, um, they had a loss last financial year of four hundred and seventeen million dollars. Now that ain't chump change. That's serious, serious. Aren't it's bickies? Aren't it's bickies? Premium bickies. They're on its creams, punters, yep. dribblers. Premier cookies, even you That's, know. They, you're looking at the premier bicky yeah. in the country when no, you're talking numbers like that. Yeah, no black and gold. So it's it's 65 percent owned by News and 35 percent owned by Telstra. It was a 470 million dollar before income tax expenses for the 2018 calendar year. Fucking dear all, dear all that shit doesn't really matter, right? Point is this, point is this, punters, dribblers, is that they're in fucking trouble, right? They're in desperate trouble. Now, Foxtel subscriptions are falling off a cliff, okay? People, the punter and the dribbler are abandoning them for KO, which they own. They own, but but KO obviously. But they're leaving the Foxtel model as it is to go to Netflix, to go to Stan, to go to KO, you save money, it's cheaper, right? It is. If you do it that way. Now, the punter and the drip, uh, Foxtel losing subscriptions hand over fist, Tom. Yeah. Now, half of their budget, I've been led to believe, goes to sports um, broadcasts, like getting the rights mm. and to like the production of content, right? Now, AFL and NRL do all the heavy lifting in terms of bringing in subscriptions. They're, they're the mover of the needle. Well, let's, be, let's be real. Before we had KO, Eddie, before we got that free KO. Yeah. Well, why had, yeah. well we already had KO, but we obviously needed free KO. Yeah. Because, but well, before that, I had Fox for Rugby League. Uh, for Rugby Union, basically just because you sport. needed it. You needed it for the sport. You needed it. You needed it to watch our beloved NRL, um, and to a lesser extent, everything else. Yes, but apparently the cricket um, deal—I think it was one point two million. They paid fucking huge money. Uh, that has fallen. One point two billion or million? Billion. Yeah, you said million. I meant billion punters, dribblers. Apparently, it's fallen a little flat. Didn't get the, the old subscription needle moving like they yeah, wanted to. Right. Does that shock me? No, it doesn't. Uh, but where that's left as punters, dribblers, is that they're looking to shed some sports. Now, if I'm a businessman... You or are. If, which I am. Or if I'm in the TV uh, rights game, which I'm not. But if I was, I'd be looking very closely at Rugby Union and the A-League and going, are these motherfuckers moving the needle? And if they are, how much are we paying for them to do so? Hey, Eddie, look at my needle. Is it moving? Nah. Nah, it's not moving. It's so- not moving. Moving 
non-existent. Zero needles, zero lead in, zero pencils. And zero movement of the pencils that are leadless. Now, <laughs> now, apparently uh, the A-League's got four more years and apparently that crunch act is ironclad. It's tippity-top. They've got time to... Uh, Earn, explore earn their options. Explore to- their options. But as it were, for poor old rugby union in this country, they've been they've been fucking handed another another kick in the gonads. And this is just it's right in the sweet spot as well, punters dribblers. Just fucking driven them right up into the bod. Into the gilberts. Into the gillies, into the burts. <laughs> Um, there were so ju- they, they've just sat down to renegotiate. Oh. Theirs ends at the end of the year, I believe. Oh, I believe no. this is their last year. So fuck if if fucking Foxtel goes, bruh, we got no money, bruh. Then I mean they could end up anywhere. But what's worse, punters, dribblers, is audience numbers have fallen off of the proverbial cliff. So any monies they are going to get now. Because Foxtel's not probably not going to come to the table. Well, certainly not with much because they haven't moved the needle. No. Uh, I mean, this could be and this could be the fucking death knell for the code if they don't get any money to you know. Well, you're not going to be able to pay players. That's it. I mean, this couldn't oh. have come at a worse time, dude. And, uh, and 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 the article just goes, look, nothing's for certain, nothing's set in stone. Obviously, this is all whispers at this point. Punters, dribblers, I've got to be going to be ironclad on that. Sorry for banging the table. But, I've not stopped since I asked, just so you know. You've hit the whole fucking time, yes. just so everyone... Yeah, yeah, sorry. Sure. But, <laughs> but they were sort of like, look, you've got to think that rugby's right up there in terms of firing line yeah, because they wouldn't right. pay a whole lot for anything else. The, the, the EPL, they've lost. They've got surfing. I don't know what they pay for that. The NBA, maybe they'd look at losing that. I don't know. I mean, big, big questions... Uh, and watch this space, punters, dribblers, because it's a very, very interesting space. Yeah, I feel bad for Rugby Union, man. I feel bad. They didn't need that kick. They didn't need that kick. And what's worse is, on top of the $417 million loss, punters, dribblers, is that Foxtel carrying $1.6 billion in debt, which they're trying to like refinance or repackage or some shit. I mean, that's one for the... Uh, Again, that's one for the That's That's man. one for, the, for the, the punter and the dribbler in the debt markets. Yeah. Not I. Not I, said the fly. But very dark times for Rugby Union. We, yeah. we, we hate banging on about it. Very dark times. But, I mean, look, we hate banging on about it, but punters and dribblers, just know that we are, we're out there getting that, getting that yarn for you. Hunting down the and yarn. If, and if that yarn comes across my table, then it's getting spat through this mic. Now, Eddie, just quickly, because this sort of just, to, to wrap up this whole shit show of a situation, mm. this does dovetail nicely into uh, a shout out from a punter dribbler. Matt Shanley, hit us up on Twitter at HelloSportPod. Yeah. Punters, dribblers. Yeah. Wants our opinion, A-League v Super Rugby, which frames Supreme as the beta competition. Now, I know what I think. What is it that you think? Because I think that, Despite everything we've just said about where rugby's at, yep. A League is absolutely the beta competition. Yes, compared to the AFL. No, to, to to Super Rugby, Super Rugby v A League beta competition. What is it? It's oh, I thought I've read I I thought he was saying AFL. No, nah. 
Because didn't we get an inbox? Yeah, I didn't read that inbox because it was confusing as fuck. Oh, okay. I read it and I was like, "Oh, this so is there's just... okay." There's two questions. Yeah, that's interesting. We got it. We got another question from a punter and a dribbler about a beta sport, asking what's more beta, AFL or A League. Well, it's A League on both of these questions. So Matt Shanley and then who? Who was the other guy? I mean, we should probably shout him out. So the other Poor guy. Girl. So let's just reset for a second. Yeah. The. The punter and the dribbler in the inbox, right? At Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram. That's correct. Thank you, Tom. He asked a question. Okay. Uh, he I, said... IJM2592. He said that they're at the, their local in far north Queen, far north of New South Wales. Um, and they changed... The, they wanted to change the channel because they didn't want to watch the news and the South Cowboys game had just finished. He said he prefers the AFL, but was wondering what the more alpha preference is between the AFL and the A-League. Oh, it's AFL. Well, it's obviously AFL. 100% it's AFL. A-League is so beta, it is it is unbelievable. Mm. There's no money, there's fucking no crowds, there's no narrative, well, mate, there's no marquee it. players. While we're on it, bloody Sydney FC beat uh, the Melbourne Victory 6-0 or 6-1 in the semi. And no one was even talking about it. Everyone was talking about that dad who may or may not have lied about the fact his disabled daughter needed to use the bathroom well, exactly. and gotten a stink with some security. Well, exactly. Guy. That's the story. So where that leaves us is the answer is the A-League is, is the B to play in, in all situations. Yes. In all situations. It is the B to sport of the nation. Put it this way, Tom. Put it this way, punters and dribblers. And ask yourself this honestly. Did you know that there was two more A-League teams coming in? One next year, one the year after. Did any of you know that? And if you did, name me the teams. That's the biggest question. Because, look, obviously we were aware because of our sort of where we sit within the sporting landscape of the nation. Um, we sort of had to. But Put it this way, punters and dribblers. Put it this way. I read today the names of the teams and I've already forgotten them. I know where they are. One's like South Melbourne. One's like between uh, Geelong and like West Southwest Melbourne. So for everyone in Victoria who knows what that means, good for I mean, you. Dior. I don't. Uh, and the other one is in like MacArthur, like southern Sydney, down towards Campbelltown. Because I think, area. Eddie, everyone, you know what? The one thing I think we were, we were thinking was I reckon more teams, let's dilute the talent pool even further in mm. the A League. I think that's what we need here to sort of try and spread the talent even thinner across the nation. Yeah. And maybe that'll bring crowds no, it makes back. Makes sense. Makes sense. Maybe but, that'll but make also, the game better. Also, let's, let's dilute two more markets. So two markets that already have two teams, Sydney and Melbourne. Yeah. Let's give them another team to dilute that market even further. Well, I mean, let's that. So there's two there's two A League teams, but there's also two AFL teams. There's a Super Rugby team, and there's eight NRL teams. Yeah. So let's give them another football team. Let's give them another football team. That makes complete sense. Where poor old Canberra was bloody begging for a team. Tasmania. Who does Tasmania have to fuck to get a team? Oh. Eddie, bit of UFC chat. Obviously, we are the one-stop shop for any pun and dribblers UFC needs. Now, I know there's probably some that are, you know, some of you fucking... I'd say... I mean, look, I wouldn't class you as a punter or a dribbler if you're not a fan of your mixed martial arts. But if you're not, whatever. Mm. I'm dribbling myself. Now, yeah. shout out to Alexander the Great Volkanovsky, mm. Aussie Throbber. Yeah. Knocking off Jose Aldo. That's it. Um, was just a unanimous decision in Brazil, which doesn't happen very often. No, it doesn't. Uh, obviously a huge win. 
Jose used to be pound for pound, used yeah. to be undefeated, used to be an elite throbber. So he's got it in him. Yeah, he's had a couple of he's had a couple of tough losses Look, recently. Jose, but this is kind of what the UFC does, right? Like you kind of go, all right, you get this emergent throbber, mm. and then you have uh, maybe a, a, a former great who's past his prime but still good, and you give this emergent throbber an opportunity to prove himself. Now yeah. you either you either pass the test or mm. you fucking don't, right? Yeah, and it was sink like, or swim, bro. They did it with Adesanya and uh, and uh, the Anderson Silva. Yeah, and so they've done it here with um, Volkanovski, and they've done it with Jose. He's beaten him, and it looks like his next fight will probably be for the title. Um, but they have also just announced. I'm pretty sure the rumors going around is that Max Holloway back down to fight Frankie Edgar. See, Frankie's still getting around. Max, now is this we'll is this is this there. just look? And I mean, no disrespect to Frankie, but is 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 Frankie a little bit yesterday's news? Yeah, a little bit. He's a former champ. But I know he like, is, like, he but got, it's also like is that is that where we're at with that division yes, where we're, we're dragging yes. Frankie back for title fights? Well, look, Frankie's definitely up there. Frankie's definitely up there in the mix. But again, that's what I, like, well, I'm not saying he isn't. He hasn't fought. There's been a couple of times where they've been slated him and Holloway to fight, and someone's had to drop out. Right. But Frankie got knocked to shit by uh, Brian Ortega. Knocked out. Like literally, it was the. It was like an uppercut that he's like uppercutted him off the goddamn ground, mm. um, and then and then Ortega got just absolutely destroyed by Holloway. So I mean, different style. Uh, you know, Frankie's a bit more of a wrestler. I don't know. Fuck again, Dior specifics around that, but I can't see it going too much any other way. But it's fighting, so also you never fucking know. Um, no, you never know. And then just a couple more fights that are coming up that are you know for the punter and the dribbler to get stiff for. Yeah. Uh, Tony Ferguson against Cowboy. Stiff. And then Nate Diaz is coming back to fight Anthony Pettis at Welterweight. And is that locked in? Yes. That is locked in. August, I believe. That is locked. Locked in. Nate, thank God you're back. Mate, it's been he run so out of, long. Has he run out of bickies? Well, yeah, I'm sure he's. I'm sure he, his puff ain't what it used to be. I'm sure he's running out of that, that bicky. Yeah. And Connor, I mean, whatever. Whatever. Care, eh? That's knows. sick, though. Yeah, I liked, right? I like all those four. Yeah, that's some, some good fights. I like all those four. And then Stipe versus... Uh, Stipe versus... Um, DC... Again, mm. I mean, I'm not su- I'm not as stiff for that because DC knocked him out in one round, but still cool. And then hopefully John Jones. Why won't John Jones fight DC? Because it's heavyweight and DC only wants to fight him down at lightweight to avenge. John's never fought at heavyweight. Oh, okay. Do you know DC is undefeated at heavyweight? Y- like in his before, before yeah, yeah, he yeah. went down to lightweight? Yeah, like I did know that. So, but is that fight going to happen? Uh, DC was interviewed like today or yesterday. No, it's DC versus... John Jones. Yeah, he was saying, I'm only going to go down if we fight. He has to do it. He has to try again. Yeah, it's the last time. But, like, you know, he's already been beaten twice. But because he's gone up and won the heavyweight title, I think you can un- you can respect him going back down there and trying to do it. Otherwise, you'd be like, fuck off, bro. Like, I'm over it. Yeah, yeah, If he hadn't gone up to heavyweight and won it, you'd just be like, no, nah, dude, who cares, really? Like, I don't want to see this for a third time. But... I'd watch it for a third time. Of course I'd watch it for a third I wanted to congratulate Ben Simmons on listening to us, but then, you know, he got busy. He got he his did. alpha on in game six. He got up and about. He got very busy for the boys. Did we play a role? It's hard to say. But it's, but I'd confidently say yes. I would confidently say yes. I would say that the chances are 100% that he mm. listened. 
Uh, but then was crawled game seven, Kawhi Leonard, with the most outrageous buzzer beater you're probably going to see. It was fucking insane. Outrageous because he's got Joel Embiid with his with his hand all in his face, all in his face. He's, he's, he's falling right. He's falling back. He's got to get it away with two seconds. It's 90 all. And then the ball just bounces four times. Four on the bounces, ring. punters, dribblers, count them. Are you serious, bruh? Four times? And when you watch the footage, which you can see at Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram. You can, yeah. They, like, the the silence, relative silence, what, like, from the shot, and then once it hits the rim, there's just this silence. It's like, dun, 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 doof. Like, there's just, it's it was when I first watched it, I couldn't actually see just because whatever screen I was watching on was so small. Yeah. And it was like, it was almost like everyone was just standing there. And I'm like, well, why the fuck aren't they celebrating? Did the shot go in? Did it not go in? And then obviously once I saw it again, I'm like, oh my God. There's that, that photo was sick. When Where he's crouched he's down. He's crouched down and, yeah. and Bede's sort of like looking over, trying to see what's going on. It's mad. It was a tough way to lose for old Ben Simmons and Bede. But obviously and Golden State will win the title. So, I mean, we knew that literally this time last Did you know that Steph Curry has a brother? Called Seth Curry. He hasn't. Yeah, yeah. Seth Curry plays for the Blazers. Well, they're playing. They're, they're Toronto. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. The Blazers sorry, play the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seth, Seth Curry. Curry, and he's yeah. not good looking, and probably doesn't shoot threes like him. He doesn't, and he's not. Would you say that you're the Seth Curry of this, and I'm Steph? I would I would respectfully disagree. Oh, disagree? Yeah. I thought you were about to respectfully agree and go, you know what, that's fair. No, I would respectfully disagree. Disagree. I feel like I'm the curry and that you're well, a we're, fat Seth. We're both curries. You're like we're a, you're both a, curries. Yeah, right? but you're a fat Seth. I'm I'm a butter chicken, you're like a you know, you're a la- you're you're a, No, you're, you're like a, Seth you're like Seth Rogan. No, no, no. And I'm Steph Curry. No, no, no. I'd say that I'm Steph Curry. No, and that you're Seth. No, no, no. You're too big. Curry. You're too big. No, but you've got the sort you're of too big. But you're also uncoordinated in comparison to me. I would out. I would out three you. You would never out three. I would out three. Bro. Are you, you kidding, kidding me? Zach Pritchard, friend of the show, thought he out three me once and didn't. <laughs> and he plays. Yeah, he plays, but he's a little small so, guy. Zach doesn't have mate, all any I'm saying arm is, Mate, all I'm saying is, oh, he's please. like he was like New South Wales, and he thought he could out three the Zach champ. wasn't New South Wales. I think he was. No, he I don't wasn't. Think he, I think he thought he could out, out three the champ. He, he might have coached like the under-11s New South Wales team. Mate, I'm just telling you, you're up against it. Look, that's I'm, all I'm saying. I would be the Steph, you would be the Seth. Okay. I think that's fair to say. Sure. And... I mean, we might have to settle this three competition. We may. We, we will definitely. I'll, I will out three. But you, shout out to everyone who's trying to beat uh, Golden State. Won't happen. Won't happen. Good luck. That's why the NBA a little bit of a yawn. Yes. And we don't negotiate with terrorists, as we said. But we have, you know, this is odd. We did this because we wanted to, Hall. Hey, fuck you. Shout out to Yuli's Brews. Not sponsored, but our mate James Harvey, Yuli's mm-hmm. Brews, uh, for... Obviously, he's a huge fan of the podcast. I repeat, huge fan. Enormous. Um, gigantic. Gigantic. Biblical. Um, basically, with his cans, on the bottom of like, you know, a certain batch that he'll put out. Yes. He'll put a little fucking slogan, uh, here, you know, enjoy your tins, tins, whatever. Yeah. He's gone with the beer soon run. So you'll see that again on the Instagram, but. On the bottom of his, uh, maybe just the Norman cans, I'm not sure, but beer soon. Great homage to the Hello Sport podcast, I thought. It's a beautiful homage. It's a beautiful touch, Tom. I think it's elegant. I think it's understated. Yep. I think it's everything that we classy. preach on yep. the podcast, yep. which is beer soon, or beer's never. Beer soon. 
Well, I mean, I'd love for him to go for a couple of beers, nevers, but obviously, maybe that's not conducive to no. Well, like, no, I don't think so. Maybe just a limited edition beers, never. But for good. Us. I mean, Yuli's Brews, Yuli's Brews, get it's around. It's a hell of a drop. Hell of a drop. It's a hell of a drop. Shout out to Yuli's Brews, free plug. Tom, where are we at with the podcast? Are we? Are we winding down? Yeah, I'd say we're certainly looking to sort of wind things down, Eddie. Just a couple more things that I wanted to say yep. before we go. And okay. by a couple, it might just be one. Okay. Um, What's on your mind, Chant? So, look, again, thank you to the punter and the dribbler. For, a, big, a big thank you, Tom, for, to the punter and to the dribbler. For getting us free KO. Hashtag yeah. free KO. Uh, we, we, we we called for it, you guys delivered, and that's wonderful. Now, well, it's the power of the punter and the dribbler. It's the power dribbler. of the punter and the dribbler. That's what this show is all about. Now, second to that, this is a little different because we've, got, we've still got two baggy greens left ahead of the uh, bumper winter of uh, ODI cricket and the ashes. the ashes. These things are as rare as hen's teeth. They are as rare as hen's teeth, punter dribblers, and that is because hens don't have teeth. That's what we're saying. That's the whole thing. That's how rare they are, right? Mm-hmm. They basically except they're not as well. They're not as rare as hen's teeth. Well, they basically don't exist, right? But they basically don't exist. If you, it's like it's like there's one hen out there that like just happened to have teeth. two teeth, that'd be what we're saying because there's only, only two, two in the world left for seven billion people, maybe eight billion now population let's go with eight billion there's two hats for eight billion so do the stats do the numbers on that it's that rare and unless you can beg borrow or steal or purchase one off someone else in the 11 if they did they'd be removed yeah that's not possible. there's two left i mean you may as well just beg borrow us yeah you know what i mean but eddie i just wanted to just give some because obviously we're basically holding not holding them ransom but it's like if you can do something for us then we'll happily give you a baggy grain. Yeah. If it earns it, right? Yeah. Much like you can see there, the Big Papi Pipe Layer of the Week Award, that earned a baggy grain for Alex Arnside, the Alex Arnside Memorial Trophy. Or you can see the proper 12 here, which was sent through by Sam Hiles after it already became available in Australia, but we'd already sent the baggy grain. Shout out to Sam Hiles. Uh, side note, I've I've craved more of that ever since we did it. I'm not joking. I'm not a whiskey drinker. I've craved more of it ever, ever since we did it. Yeah, it brought you in. Anyway, yeah, brought you in. it did. But also, I just want to say this. It, 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 if you think that it could be baggy green worthy... That's true. Then, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. then, you, then you ask and you may receive. It's as simple as that. You may, you, there could be a plethora of really sick shit that you punters and dribblers have got tucked away under your beds, under your mattresses, like this. So if you've got really sick shit and we like it, then yeah. Yeah. You'll get a B That's grain. I mean. We didn't ask for New South Wales. I didn't. Uh, I didn't ask to be merino. I didn't ask best. to be draped in merino wool, punters, dribblers. But I am. I am draped in merino wool, and it feels fantastic. And I gave away baggy green, one of my baggy greens, for it. So the point uh, just is, just on that, actually, baggy green is is coming. Don't worry, it hasn't. He, I don't think you'd have it yet because I haven't mailed it. But it's on route. Oh, okay. Well, it's on route. Has he? Has he? Is he getting towy? Dude, he, I'm sending it into his work for him because he wants to show it off around the office. Love that. Love that. Point What's is, punters, dribblers. Baggy greens on route. Yeah. Just if There you are want, ways if you for want, you to win them. If you want one of the last remaining baggy greens, then you got to put in the fucking hard yards. Now, we've said no to a couple of people because the yards weren't hard enough. That's it. And again, appreciate everyone that tries to get one, but you know... 
There's only two left, there's and we're getting stingier with them. Yeah. Like, if, I mean, a couple of you have just come to the party too late. If you had thrown that, you know, your offers in the, in the ring three months ago, you'd be wearing one. But you came to the party too late, so now you've got to go big. You've got to go biblical. You've got to go gigantic. For one of those bad boys. Snort and growl and howl and prowling. The club's motto, obviously, on the back. Obviously, we love a snort and a growl and a howl and a prowl. That's without question. That's beyond question. Uh, so they're out to, there, punters, dribblers. Shout out to baggycaps.com, actually, who hooked us up with these. We haven't given them a shout out for well, they got a, lot. a minute. No, they did. But thanks. Thank you. Um, like, review. Like, subscribe, five stars, punters, yep. dribblers. Yep. Um, Tell your mates, tell your mum, tell your dad. Tell your mum and your dad. Tell your mum and your dad. Tell your bro and your sis. Tell yeah. your dog. Tell your neighbour. Tell your neighbours first. Tell your neighbours. Love T- our neighbour. Tell work your neighbour. Co- work colleagues. Um, Spread it around. Your doctor. Exactly. Your nurse. It should be, yep. Nurses. Or doctors. doctors. Um, orthopedics. Dentist. Surgeons. Well, yes. Lawyers. Um, your shot, scientists. Your, your milk bar man. Your yeah. milkman. Your mailman. Don't forget your mailman. Your chippy. Your sparky. And your plumber. Your plumber. Okay. Your shipbuilders. That's it. Your, your pearl divers. <laughs> <laughs> your lathemen. People that use lathes for a living. What the fuck is a lathe? <laughs> We've got a storied history in this nation of great lathers. And, I mean, if you can't get them around this podcast... Then, I mean, you're fucked. Boilermakers. Shout out to the dudes on the bloody boats. Archie said there's some dudes up on the... Apparently there's boats... uh, Sorry. (laughs) There's boys up on boats... Up as far as this this great land will go. <laughs> We're not sure exactly where, but they're listening on the decks of some boats. We've, we've heard that there's we've boys listening, listening on boats. Archie told us, if you know Archie... Then you'll know you're the boys on the boats, which we love. Out. Warms the heart. Yeah. So you, I mean, you can tell fishermen who might tell... Another fisherman. This is good. People that make nets. Yeah. Who might tell people that make rods to fishermen with rods. Speaking of fish. Speaking, people speaking that, of dolphins. Yeah, people that make... Uh, gum boots Fuck. that are worn when you're fishing. That's it. Dribble, dribble, dribble. But salient points. Could you two just not talk anymore? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 